0: hey friend we're lisa lord and sarah jacobson and this is the christian business breakdown a podcast for faith-led business owners to start build and scale their business all without second guessing their every move
1: we're former teachers turned business owners who finally broke down and let go of trying to run our businesses the way everyone said we should if you're ready to become the expert in your business and stop trying to do all the things we've got you covered you can start with sarah or level up with lisa all right here on this one podcast.
0: It's time to set aside your never-ending to-do list, pop in your earbuds, take a deep breath, and join us each week. We equip you with the tools and skills you need to be an empowered CEO, discerning the best strategies to maximize impact and income for your unique business. And we even have a little fun along the way.
1: We love practical business strategies, Jesus, and keeping it real. It's time to break it down.
0: Sarah and I love to help each other in our businesses, and one way we've done this is by spending time together working... On our businesses. This is something that can be really tricky to do, but holding each other accountable, brainstorming when we get stuck. Um, we use an app called Voxer. We go back and forth a lot. We use Voxer a lot to go back and forth just to talk through things to, when we're struggling, when we're excited, when we want to celebrate something, when, we're, when we have a question about something. It's been really valuable for us. But another thing that's been very valuable for us is a power planning day. So what is a power planning day? How do you know if you need one? How do you do it?
1: How do you work with us to get one? We're breaking all of this down on the podcast today. So to start, I'm gonna ask you a series of questions and those of you listening at home can answer. You can grab a little piece of paper if you want, but there's only six of them. So you're just going to answer yes or no to these statements. Number one, I like to do the fun side of my business, but I struggle doing the deeper work. And deeper work, I would qualify as tasks that take more than two hours. So if that's you... You can quietly raise your hand in your car or wherever you're listening. Guilty, guilty. I am quietly raising yes. my hand right now. Yes. <laughs> number two, I can work all week long on my business and feel like I have gotten nothing done. Also, hand also, up. <laughs> <laughs> also raising my hand. Um, number three, I love to make to-do lists, but there are always one to two items on that list that never seem to get done. Yes. List making list making problem maker over here Number four, I am easily distracted in my work, depending on the task. Sometimes I'm more distracted than others, but like my Facebook alerts go off. You know, maybe I get a Marco Polo. I get a Voxer from Lisa and I easily get distracted in my work. So if that's you, then you can say yes to that too. Number five, I avoid setting goals because I feel like I never reach them. I just get too easily discouraged. So I just never set goals. So then I never feel like I have failed in my business. So if that's you. Yes, I want to add a little caveat to this in that I... I often
0: set goals, but I do not revisit them because I don't want to know that I have
1: not accomplished those goals. So, Do you put them on a nice, pretty piece of paper and like write them out all nicely and put little check boxes next to them and then they just sit there collecting dust? Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, number six, the pain is about to stop. This is the last one. Number six, I have at least one big project in my business I've been avoiding. And that could be an email sequence, a sales page, a website overhaul, organizing files. If you've been avoiding at least one big project for more than a month, then that you need to answer yes to that question too. Okay, I think I can safely say I've answered yes to at least five out of those six. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And this episode is one of those that's like, we're we're preaching to the choir here. We're talking to ourselves. We are in this boat with you. This is not something that we have solved perfectly for ourselves. And that's why we want to talk to you about it today. But if you answered yes, I would say to two or more of those questions, then you suffer from what I would like to call guppy syndrome. Think about guppies. They like flit on the surface of the water and just are like always right there just kind of bubbling on the surface, but they never actually dive deep into the water. They're just on the surface. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Guppies serve a a good purpose, but they're just right on the surface of the water. Whales, on the other hand, they dive deep into the water. And I read that they can be underwater for one and a half hours. And the record for um, some whales is that they can spend three and a half hours under the water before they come back up to need a a breath of air and come back up up to the surface. And so this is the challenge that we have in our business is that if we are always working in our business, like the guppies, always floating about on the surface of the water, and we never actually take that deep dive like the whales and stay there and, and get into these deeper tasks then we're always going to be struggling in our businesses. And so today we're breaking down, how do we do those deep dives? How do we become those whales that that go way down deep in the surface? How do we do that in our business? And we want to help you because we have found a great strategy between the two of us in order to do those deep dives. And that's called these power planning days that we have. Before we get into
0: power planning days, I want to talk quickly about The reason why we struggle with this stuff so much is that we started our businesses because we're passionate about something. Mm. But so much of what we have to do in our business is not what we're passionate about. And therefore, like I I became a photographer. What,
1: like writing email Uh, sequences? Right, right, right. (laughs) I am a
0: photographer. I like to take pretty pictures. I love to be creative and all that stuff. I don't love writing email sequences or sales pages or all these things. And some of them I have grown to enjoy doing because Mm -hmm. I've done them enough. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, 90% of what I do is running my business and that is not taking photos. And so it can be something that you're like, I got into this business because I love to bake cakes and I love baking the cakes and all these things, but I don't love writing emails and doing social media and marketing and all this stuff. But that's what, unfortunately running a business is a lot of those things so right that's the hard part is that we are not doing things that we're not passionate about and therefore we don't want to do them and so we avoid doing them so here are some things that we're going to help you do that's going to help you get over that hump yes <laughs> and yeah. get get done what needs to get done
1: yeah be that whale and dive deep into the work. And so the first thing that you have to do and and this was Lisa and me a couple of months ago, we just decided that we need to set aside a day or even a few days to just specifically do this kind of work. And so I would just add on to what Lisa said. You've got to think about the work that you've been avoiding to do, the stuff that you aren't necessarily passionate about, but it's actually going to move your business forward. And then you need to set aside the right amount of time to work on that thing or that list of things that you have been avoiding um, that you just really need to get done because you feel so much better when you actually get it off your list because you, you don't even realize how much it's hanging over your head until you just get in there and do it.
0: And for us, it has worked well to do this power planning day, but that might not be what works for you. You might say, you know what, every Monday morning is my deep work day, my whale diving, my deep dive day where I from 9am to noon, you know, I'm going to get it done. And I know for you, like Sarah, you for a while uh, rented a a spot at not rented, but like reserved a spot at the library because you felt like you could be really productive in that space. And that was your dedicated time. You went and got some heavy work done during that time. So it might be a change of pace. It might be a change of
1: venue, but for us, we're talking specifically today about a power planning day. And, and once you do a power planning day, you may find the value in it so much that then you just plan for a power planning morning every week or every two weeks in your business and get into that rhythm. And so in order to decide that you need this day, here's some questions that you can ask yourself. And I'm going to tell you what these questions are, but you can also go in our show notes and we have a guide to starting up your own power planning day. Um, so don't feel like you have to write all these down if you if you don't have pen and paper uh, next to you, because you can just grab that guide in our our show notes. But here's some questions that you can be asking yourself. What work have I been avoiding? What is going to move me and my business forward the most? What do I need to do to funnel more people into my programs? Because a lot of times we've created what we love to create. Like you love creating pretty pretty photos you have a great way to do that process to take the photos but it's all the work around it getting people into that funnel that is is harder and so what do i need to do to get more people to fu- be funneled into my programs what's going to take me longer than 1 to 2 hours cuz typically those are the projects and the tasks that are harder the ones that are just longer in time Um, And then asking how long do I need to do this work? And am I better doing this work alone? Or am I better doing this work where someone's sitting across from me and we're kind of holding each other accountable? We're not necessarily talking to each other, but we're just like giving each other the eye, like, hey, are you still doing what you need to be doing? Hey, am I still, you know, staying on task? Um, Is that gonna be a good use of your time to have someone else be there with you? One of the things that we found in doing our power planning day is that we spent the morning together planning,
0: strategizing. We did some stuff for the podcast. We talked through some stuff for my business. We talked through some stuff for Sarah's business. And then we went and had lunch because a power planning day should include Chick-fil-A because that's what we had, the Lord's Chicken. And then we went to the library because the library, you have to be quiet. And this was a genius idea on Sarah's part because we oftentimes, we get chit-chatty. We get talking about business. We we don't struggle with talking about personal stuff as much because we are very business-minded and that's what our relationship is rooted in. But- we tend to talk about things too much sometimes and we don't focus on the work. So we went to the library and we had to be quiet and that was actually really helpful for both of us because that's when we got our super, super deep work done is when we were being quiet. But we were also sitting across from each other so we had companionship and we had accountability and
1: all that kind of stuff. So just making sure you know your limits there. For sure, a lot of self-awareness there. Then once you know you need this day or a couple of days and you've set that aside and you, you are aware of the work that you need to do, now you can start generating some ideas about what you want to do and how much time you think you need. And my encouragement from doing these types of days is to always plan for more than you think you're going to need to do those projects.
0: And there are certainly times where something takes less time than you think it's going to. And you're like, oh my gosh, why did I put this off for so long? It did not take me that right. long. But For the most part, it's like construction. When you do a construction project, you just need to assume it's probably going to take twice as long as you think it's going to.
1: (laughs) And like one of the things we realized was we started pretty early in the morning because I have to get my kids to school really early in the morning. Um, And so we started early. But then we wished we had planned for someone to pick up our kids in the afternoon because that like 3.30 time of having to get to school to pick them up kind of cut our day a little bit short and I wished we had had just one more hour literally one more hour because after that we were so tired and couldn't have worked effectively but just think through like could I have someone plan dinner for me or we just plan to get pizza that night could I have someone pick up my children so that I could just have that full extent of time so start thinking about what you need for that day the other thing that I really want to encourage you on and this one is is a challenge and it just kind of takes a little bit of practice, but thinking about that day and the work you want to do and then backtracking a little bit and what can I easily get done before the power planning day that's actually going to set me up for success to get more done on that day. And so for me, that was just like a little bit of cleaning up of my files, getting stuff prepped. So then when I started with Lisa on that day, I was super organized and I knew the tasks I wanted to do. We had a to-do list and then we were just working through things instead of kind of getting through that um, list of stuff to get started on when we started the day. This is where
0: the money is, you guys. This is where the real power of what we're talking about, this is where the, it lives right here, is that you need to be ready ahead of time. You need to do a little bit of work beforehand to make sure that you are utilizing your time because otherwise you're going to spin your wheels for a while and you're going to have mm-hmm. to get stuff ready and you're going to get distracted by my, your files that are unorganized or you know whatever you need to get. So this will help prep you get ready so that you can really dive into that deep work quickly and really maximize your time. So I would highly recommend do not skip this step. Do not skip the step of, okay, I'm having a power planning day at the end of the month. What five things do I need to get ready for or what you know tasks do I need to, to complete before that so that I'm not distracted or, oh, oh my gosh, I forgot to post this on Instagram or, oh, I forgot to send this email to somebody. No, you should be planning that. That is all. You don't touch any of the other business stuff that
1: day. You just get right to the deep work right away. That's right. And just thinking about that. Well, thinking ahead of time. Um, And then also, I just would really encourage you to not underestimate the power of praying and asking God to help you on this day in particular. Just like He does every other day, but on this particular um, day, to pray and ask Him. And I love this verse from um, James that talks about this, and it says in in the, the the message version. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the father. He loves to help and you'll get his help and you won't be condescended to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believingly without a second thought. There are a lot of people who, who pray, but they like worry in their prayers. And then the Bible says they're like wind whipped waves. Um, and so we want to be really praying for what we want in that day and then trusting God that he's going to do that for us and help you and be able to um, do what we need to do on that day. So
0: yeah, inviting God into your business, but praying in the steps leading up to it. And then also that morning, like that's something that Sarah and I have really tried to implement mm-hmm. in our podcast. We pray before every episode and And we batch record these episodes. You guys, sometimes we're praying like four or five times in Mm -hmm. one day, but that's okay because we are inviting Mm -hmm. God into every single episode that we're recording, that it's his words, that he brings us clarity, that we're reaching out to people who need to hear these messages. And you can do the same for your business. You can stop in the middle of like, Lord, I am struggling in this task. Invite God into it ask him, Mm -hmm. you know, before you break for lunch, before you start your business again, you know, whatever it is going to be, inviting God into every step of the way. You can't go wrong
1: with that. And step number three for planning your day is really making a plan. And part of that plan should be, when am I going to pray? I'm going to pray when I start. I'm going to pray and offer Thanksgiving when I break for lunch. (laughs) And just thank him for everything I got done in the morning. And then I'm going to pray when I get started again in the afternoon. And I'm going to pray at the end of the day to offer Thanksgiving and to, to ask him to help me to continue to do this deep work. Um, so making a plan, setting out timelines, planning your day if you're going away for a weekend, which we love to do too. It's just an extended power planning day um, over a weekend, making a plan so that you have something to fall back onto and and keep on track and know, hey, I'm spending five hours on this. I only planned three. Am I just spinning my wheels or do I really need to spend this amount of time? But if you don't have that plan, you you can kind of get lost in these days and these weekends of doing this deeper work.
0: And then when you're able you're at the end of it, you're able to look and see, wow, I really got a lot done. I feel really good mm-hmm. about this. I am so thankful that these heavy tasks that have been weighing on me for a long time, now I can have new life in my business or I can move on to something else that needs to be done or whatever. We all have these things that are are, are Like hanging over our heads or like on our shoulders that are just heavy because they feel overwhelming. And there's something that when you finish those tasks and you accomplish that thing,
1: it feels so good. Yes. Part of making that plan of how you're going to structure your power planning day is we've already mentioned before, where are you going to do it? Because sometimes we just need to get away from our computer desk, our little cave maybe, and go and do it someplace else. We met at Lisa's house for a while. We met at the library. Um, There's lots of different places you can go. Like Our church has a beautiful lobby. I'm sure I could go and sit there and be undisturbed because most people aren't there during the week. Um, And so where do I need to go? And then when am I going to take a break? We made a plan to take a break for lunch, to set aside an hour of time to just go and have fun and talk. About personal stuff and whatever. Um, if you're doing a weekend, when are you going to stop in the evenings? Because, like when Lisa and I go, we tend to work really, really late and then kind of sleep in in the morning, but then we feel like part of the day was wasted. So, you know, putting a structure around that. And then also being very clear about your expectations. This is so powerful. If you have never created a sales page and you're like, I'm just going to do it in an hour, that might not be realistic because you've never done it before. And it might take a little bit longer to learn how to do it and to gather all of your copy. Or maybe you've done a bunch of work ahead of time and it really is only going to take you an hour. So try to be realistic with your expectations and also setting up what is my number one priority. If this is the only thing that I were to get done on this power planning day or this power planning weekend, I would feel so amazing doing it and being really, really specific about what that one thing is and let that one thing be enough, be plenty, and feel really, really good when you have that one thing done. Because we all feel like we have 20 things that we want to get done. But if you can rank them oh, for sure. and
0: be like, this is the number one. And then maybe you can have the top five. You know, these if I get these other things, I love uh, you say sometimes it's the sprinkles on the cake, right? Mm-hmm. It is, it's it's just going to be bonus. It's going to be extra things that are going to be so, I'm going to feel even better if I get these things done. But this is the one thing. If I can get this thing done, I will feel good about what I got. And then celebrating that of like, I got that one thing done or, right. or I got, that one thing, I started that process and therefore I know I can come back tomorrow and finish it easily because I'm in the flow. I've already got most of it done. I just need to tweak it or whatever. But yeah, knowing that you have that one thing and then celebrating that you got it done.
1: And I think one of the things that Lisa and I have really discovered in the last couple of months about ourselves um, individually and then the way we kind of work together is we have this intensity. And and I think that intensity is really, really good, but it's also become a self-awareness of when you have that intensity, nothing is ever good. Enough. Yeah. Enough. Again, I think it's really good. I think that's why I've gotten where I've gotten is because nothing is ever good enough. I'm, I'm driven to do things really, really well. And at the same token, it's been a really good reminder that sometimes it really is just good enough and I have to move on from that. And so going into these power planning days and saying, I really am going to be happy if this number one thing is all that I get done and let it be enough. All right. The last point that we're going to make about power planning day is after you go and you do this power planning day or weekend, whether you do it with a friend or you do it alone, is to set aside some specific time to reflect on that day. How did it go? Did going to the library work well? Was it a good amount of time that I spent? Did I plan for too much? Did I plan for too little? If you... Planned for too little, then let's chat because I want to know what you yes. planned and how you were so successful. You know, did I did I have enough support from my family with childcare, pick up, or picking up from school? Um, but taking that time to reflect on how that day went, like Lisa mentioned, celebrating what you accomplished one way or another—that's really going to bring you some momentum. Is doing that reflecting because it's really easy to be uh, hard on ourselves and think you know, we failed because we didn't get everything done on that day. Just really taking time
0: to think through those things and reflect back on things. So oftentimes we move thing, we move through things so quickly and we don't take the time to reflect and look back on what worked, what didn't work. So just even at the very end of the day, like your last five minutes of work, you close your laptop or whatever, and you're just like, okay, was this good for me? Did this work? Was it half day and it needed to be a full day? Next time, do I want to be do a weekend? Do I want to do this quarterly? Do I want to do it monthly? you know, is this something I want to prioritize in my business? You know, there's a lot of questions that you can be asking yourself to reflect and, but for the most part, hopefully you feel like you've accomplished something, but not beating yourself up because you didn't accomplish everything you wanted to. So having good self-reflection, having good expectations all set you up for, for winning. Asking these questions are just going to really
1: help you as you move forward in your business. Remembering that this is like a muscle in your body. Yes. And if you haven't flexed or worked out this muscle in your body before, this is going to be a challenge at the beginning. But you know that it's going to be so helpful, you're going to start doing it. It's, it's like doing a hit exercise or cardio or some kind of new exercise. Your body's going to be sore. You're not going to do it perfectly. It's going to take some practice, but we want to be flexing this mu- muscle and warming it up so that as business owners doing this this kind of deep work and becoming a whale, you know, going deep in our business just becomes easier. Every time you do it, it becomes easier, more natural part of your rhythm. And it
0: becomes addictive. I will tell you this, like Sarah and I had our last one, I think it was in February. We're recording this now in, a- in April. And I'm like, dying. I'm craving for another one. I in fact, I almost rocked mm-hmm. to you the other day, Sarah, and like, I need another planning day because yes, I just yeah. need a deep dive day, you know?
1: So, I need to plan that for myself, but we also might need to put one on the books for ourselves. Put- put one on the calendar. And speaking of that, we do have a power planning weekend on the calendar in July, and we want to invite you into that weekend. We are calling it the Make It Happen Weekend because that's just who Lisa and I are. We love to help make it happen for each other, and we want to help make it happen for you. And so we are inviting you out to the mountains of Colorado for a weekend to help you learn how to do this deep dive work for yourself and to flex this muscle together in community with. Other Christian business owners who want to learn how to do the same thing. It's a perfect time of year because it's halfway through 2023. We can help you get that boost that you need to really make it happen for the second half of the year to push through the hard things in your business. Um, We love doing this practice called the hot seat where everyone on the, the make it happen weekend gets to sit in the hot seat. No, it doesn't involve like hot lava and like walking on hot lava, but it just involves sitting in a chair and allowing us to ask you questions about your business so that you can get the breakthrough that you need. And and really, we believe that you have it within you to solve these problems. Sometimes you just need a little bit of outside perspective to help you. So that's part of the Make It Happen weekend. And it's also just going to be a lot of fun. There's a hot tub. It's, be- it's a beautiful location. We can do some hiking and have um, some outdoor time, but also just really allow an opportunity for you to get away from your family, get away from your you know office space and come out and, and make it happen in your business for the rest of this year. So you can sign up for that now. There are only six spots available for that, um, but you can sign up for that in the show notes. So do that today. And if you have questions about that, you can always reach out to us, shoot us an email or connect with us over on Instagram. I'm so excited about
0: this weekend because it's just a time where you're gonna gain clarity in your business. Hopefully you're gonna walk away, not hopefully, you are gonna walk away feeling like you got something out of. Of it, that you accomplished something and that it was a good use of your time. That is something for us. We don't like to waste our time and we don't like to waste your time. So it's just going to be a great time to get together with other business owners, mastermind together, work through some of the things that you've been working through, speak into each other's businesses and just really encourage each other as well. So we really hope that you
1: sign up for that because we cannot wait to meet some of you. That's right. And and give you some of our energy and some of our excitement around diving deep into your business. And so as we wrap up today, we want to remind you that you can grab our guide for doing a power planning day for yourself in our show notes. And if you want to do this for yourself, remember here are a couple of those steps. Decide that you need that day and ask yourself some questions. um, And those questions will be in the guide. Do the work ahead of time to be prepared so when you show up, you are ready to go. And that's something if you sign up for the retreat weekend, we're going to help you do that. We're going to help you plan ahead so when you show up to the cabin for that weekend, you are already ready to go. And then step number three is making that plan to actually make your power planning day happen. And maybe your plan is to come on our retreat. And then number four, reflecting once you've done that day or that weekend to be able to see how you can b- build momentum in your business to do it again and just really practice flexing that deep dive, whale diving um, muscle in your business.
0: Thanks for being with us today. we hope that you do a deep dive sooner than later. Thanks for joining us for today's breakdown.
1: If this episode has empowered you, please leave a review and share with a fellow CEO. Remember you are the expert of your business. So break it down your way.